This podcast contains explicit content. Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. This is Hardly Focused. You guys work for us in in, in this uh, environment. You answer to us, and I'm asking that you do not pass this policy in Virginia. Thank you so much, Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken. Salk, Souk, Mahidic. Ophelia McHawk. Ophelia McHawk. Eileen Dover. Eileen Dover. Don Kiddick. Don Kiddick. Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr. That was from a school board meeting where the list of names provided to the board members were uh, very clearly done by Bart Simpson. And either the gentleman speaking was fully aware of this and just didn't give a shit, or was completely oblivious to it, uh, or read off the teleprompter a la the news anchors after that plane crash where they were going through the very incredibly racist Asian names. I mean, not not for nothing, but if uh, if you're missing the point from a Bart Simpson's reference in the early 90s, <laughs> you got True. some problems there. Yeah. True. Uh, I'm I'm looking for Amanda Huggenkiss. Amanda Huggenkiss. Ah. <laughs> I remember being on the school bus and my friends and I were uh like just reciting out loud the the various fake names that Bart uses when he calls Moe's Tavern. And when I got to Homer Sexual, that was the one where the bus driver actually stopped the bus to turn around and yell at me. (laughs) And of course, I was sitting, I think, in the back of the bus. So uh, I don't know what it was, but bus drivers had the pipes. They all had the same kind of voice, and uh, you you would be able to oh, hear them. All right, Bartman, what's going on? That that kind of voice? <laughs> Holy shit! That was a that good was auto. Good. That was a really good auto. <laughs> I thought that was a sound drop for a second. All right, hey, come on! Whoa! I just like the, I just like that auto still has the same look after thirty years, still wearing the very you know clearly Sony branded headphones with his Walkman. They did not update his look whatsoever in 30 plus years, which is, I guess, goes for almost all the characters on that show, especially uh, Nelson's group. Uh, (laughs) Jimbo, Dolph, and Carney all look very 90s. Well, I mean, Otto does have the, uh, the, the, what I would call the, the homage to Slash. Uh, haircut oh yeah yeah and i guess to be fair slash really hasn't changed his appearance at all either and uh oh. <laughs> about as long and, and plus no years. judgment on that at all yeah. uh i i before i segue uh welcome to hardly focused with jack gill 
Mike Tarara and Nate Fellers. Mike Tarara, uh, first time in quite a while. Happy to have you here. Hey. And uh, have you heard the... The word? No, I have not heard that. No. I listened to the men's room on KISW via uh, the, the Odyssey app, and that is by no means a plug for Odyssey because that is the company formerly known as Entercom, and they, I just hope, go bankrupt one day. But the men's room is a good show. And uh, they played... In its proper time slot. They played that song uh, in full, the Bird is the Word song in full um, uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's really ago. only like a two and a half minute song, right? Or is it just as long as you think it is? It's as long as you think it is. And Family Guy absolutely ruined it for me. Brian, don't you know about the bird? Well, Peter's gonna tell you about the bird. Well, a bird, bird, the bird, the bird, the bird, the bird, the bird, Oh my god, Peter, are you all right? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But I appreciate Mike going along to that. <laughs> I want a gif of that. Surfing bird. Of Mike? Yeah. It can be done. Great. Remind me. Remind me. It can be done. I can do that. That was great. Well done, sir. Uh, have you heard the new Guns N' Roses song that came out a few weeks ago? Uh, did I get a free Dr. Pepper with it? Not this time, man. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, uh, I guess it's a song that was written during the Chinese democracy era and has been played live several times, but under a different name and with different lyrics, but, uh, so at any time in the last 17 years, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I believe it was called silkworms, uh, in its original form. And then, uh, the official name now is absurd. Uh, and they've been playing that at their, uh, on their recent tour. Uh, it's it's not bad. I mean, it sounds like something that came off Chinese democracy because it was going for sort of that industrial rock sound. But it is the first recording since 1994 to feature Axel, Slash, and Duff altogether. Uh, it's not bad. I mean, it's I mean, obviously there's better Guns N' Roses songs out there, but <laughs> yeah, the stuff that was actually made in the 80s, the yeah. 90s, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I've i listened to it multiple times, uh, let's put it that way, whereas Chinese democracy, I've, I've soldiered through, I think, as a whole, twice. And one of those was because I was getting literally paid to listen to it at a, at a WAF event. They did like a listening party. I think it was the first time I met Shu. It was because he was DJing the listening party. Yeah. Because that's a thing you did. You had listening parties. You got know. Oh, yeah. Fuck. And you're like, wait, shoes Lithuanian? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, don't let him hear you say that, dude. He gets pissed at that shit. Because <laughs> I, have, I have crossed that threshold multiple times. And uh, the, the few times I've ever seen him get, like, legitimately mad at me was because of off-color jokes that I made in his presence, thinking that, uh, you know, I could get away with it. And I couldn't. And then stupid me... 
he was on this show last year and there was a period of time when we would go into our quote unquote breaks. I would play like a, a sound drop at random mm-hmm. and uh, through the program that I use, you wouldn't, you know, know. it would literally just pick one at random. The file, the program picks one at random. I have no idea what drop is going to play. And with you sitting here, the fucking thing picked this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and he gave me a look. He just like looked up at me and I'm like, dude, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Oh, fuck. Uh, but uh, I, I made up for it, though, because then I <laughs> uh, I played this afterwards. Subdivision. And that's uh, that that cheered him up. Nice. So that was almost a uh, a hardly focused version of how fucking dumb are you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. And you know the number one rule in radio is you never make fun of Asian people on the radio. So, um, uh, OnlyFans. I want to I want to bring up OnlyFans. Okay, let's do it. Right, OnlyFans or fans of OnlyFans? Uh, the, the former, the actual okay. platform. Uh, okay. I've I've made a profile for hardly focused on OnlyFans. Okay. I intend to post uh, pictures of myself with my shirt off and charge uh, um, people to have it put back on. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Hey, everybody over here. Put it on five bucks. Put it on. Okay. okay, okay. (laughs) Uh, There's this girl that I follow on Instagram who, um, like, I don't want to mention her by name, even though she's putting herself out there and she's willingly doing the OnlyFans thing. Um, because you don't want to give her the free pub. I understand. Uh, she's uh, like, she's a bartender and like, she's okay looking, but it's definitely one of those. Now mo- she's really like, fuck you. Don't put me out yeah. there. <laughs> you can't name drop. Uh, it, it's. um. If I knew individual, if I knew which bar she worked at, I'd I'd, I'd plug the bar, but I, I don't. I don't think she's made that much uh, public. But uh, she started doing the OnlyFans thing recently. Uh, she claims it's by popular demand, but I mean, obviously, those who are doing it are making quite a bit of money off of it. So you're making it a full time job now. Yeah, I mean, money is popular. M- money good. Money me yep. now. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, you know, she's charging like 15 bucks a month uh, for her, her stuff. And it was like curiosity because it's again, it's a MySpace angle. So it's like, I look at this chick and every post that she does where it, like she's very clearly like wearing a push up bra and flexing. It's such an angle that makes makes it look like things appear to be very nice. But she starts doing the OnlyFans and I'm thinking, OK. Maybe this is my chance to see this chick naked finally, uh, because that's what you do on OnlyFans, is, as is my understanding. Uh, so I actually, in by signing up using the Hardly Focus <laughs> handle, uh, subscribed to her, uh, immediately canceled it afterwards, so I have it for a month. And I was disappointed because, A, she's not naked in any of her photos, and B... It was exactly what I expected. It was no different than what she posts on Instagram, you know, fully clothed. You jest, Mike. But I would almost say, hey, the $15 I just gave you, like, I will pay you to just stop doing this because you don't need to do this. Yeah, that's really weird. 
Yeah, I, I, I it's, it's. I don't know. I, I'm kind of disappointed in myself for doing this. Uh, I, I guess I learned my lesson, but I, I've also been misled by OnlyFans. I really thought that people were doing this OnlyFans thing and in doing it, especially now that they reversed course and they're not banning porn. Now I figured. Look. Jack, okay, OnlyFans is the stopgap. All right, just get a Pornhub Premium membership and actually watch real amateur porn. Let's let's be honest, okay? See, I don't even need to do this with Pornhub because quite often do they make their premium stuff, their premium videos, free to watch. It's because they're a billion dollar company; they can afford to do that. (laughs) They have a larger GDP than Luxembourg, okay? And you can find all of those videos on. Like Pornhub wannabe websites. Yeah. Well, seeing as Pornhub owns the top five websites for porn, the wannabe websites are probably the owned by Pornhub as well. I don't know if Mike, you've been here for this one. Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? Uh, I think I've heard that one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, my neighbors have heard that one too because I'll forget to turn down the sound of my iPad and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I've got the air conditioner uh, window units, so anything, any sounds that are playing out of my bedroom are <laughs> going mm. to travel a little farther. So good. <laughs> uh, the, the, the life of a quasi bachelor, I guess. Uh, but anyway, uh, Mike, like I said, I'm happy you're here. Um, uh, your, your voice, your jesting. My sultry voice good to have i was watching oh i meant to have this queued up um what a fucking ass maybe maybe i'll try to grab it i found a video of um xm satellite radio it was like a tour of xm satellite radio like in 2001 i think like right after they went on the air like the whole platform went on the air and you know uh bedtime magic with david allen boucher Mm-hmm. XM had their own version of that and the guy was doing the same exact thing like he wouldn't he didn't want his face to be on camera so they were filming him like from behind while he was on air I swear to god it was you oh yeah the voice <laughs> like I'm listening I'm like this is Mike Terrar this guy is Mike Terrar uh you know uh helping helping uh couples cross the finish line if you will at 9 30 at night Next up, you've got some Barry White. Let's get it on. <laughs> cool. Some smooth times on XM72. Uh, we're going to do our flagship segment, How Fucking Dumb Are You? And uh, we are also going to talk about later on in this episode, Texas. And Only steers and queers come from Texas, and you sure don't look like a bovine to me, so it kind of narrows it down. <laughs> Texas. Uh, banning abortions, uh, that whole thing. And I'm sure Mr. It, Mike, it's kind of a thing. It's a little bit of a thing. I'm sure Mr. Mike Terrar has some thoughts on that. Small, this small amount. Cool. So we have all of that coming up for you in this episode of Hardly Focused. We will talk at you on the other side. Stick around. This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focused. Let's begin the show by starting it. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Hardly Focused with Jack Gill, Mike Terrara, Nate Fillers. You can get us 
HarleyFocus.com on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Just search for Hardly Focused. Uh, we are trying something new, seeing if we can strive, stream this thing live to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Hardly Focused Podcast. Uh, if it works, great. If not, then, well, we tried. Uh, during our uh, warm-up segment, uh, we discussed Mike having the voice of, uh, I guess, what you would call the bedtime, the bedtime magic voice on, bedtime magic. on like soft rock radio stations. Uh, it's from a video titled XM Satellite Radio, The Early Days by Art Vuolo. Uh, here is the uh, audio of the DJ in question that we were talking about uh, that reminds me of Mike Torara. Music from the heart. Love songs. 24 hours a day. The Heart. Channel 23. From the heart of XM, we started with Sarah McLachlan, Anita Baker, Dr. Hook, and Matchbox 20. Still to come from email from all over America. You want to hear Billy Ocean, the brand new one for Brian McKnight, Marvin Gaye, James Ingram, and a whole bunch more, including your favorites. If you email me at theheart at xmradio.com. The Heart, spreading love across America. What do you think? It's copy and paste. It's the same picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Williams was his name on XM. Johnny Williams. On XM 23. Um, uh, obviously, XM Radio no longer exists. It's now part of Sirius. Uh, I, I, I would guess XM they... XM 69. Nice. I would guess they still have a soft rock station, but uh, who knows? Because I think there's only a thousand people that uh, across the uh, across the country that still pay for satellite radio. So... <laughs> and believe me, everybody listens to it for three months when they get a new car. Yeah, they do those free weekends all oh, the time, true. too. <laughs> all the time. Especially well, now, too, when everybody's no longer commuting. You're like, uh, why do I pay for this? Uh, I did reach out to uh, one of my friends who uh, just so happens to be a producer for uh, the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show on Sirius XM Satellite Radio because I actually listened to it and it was good. It is the remnants of the Opie and Anthony show, uh, but it's uh, it was good to hear all their voices. Uh, the producers included Travis, um, so I guess that's one reason, one excuse to uh, subscribe to the service. A lot of that stuff, though, they always they cut up and put on YouTube. So like right after it airs, so all the best stuff's going to be free to listen to, regardless. So. Why pay? That's the theme of today. It's why pay? Why pay? Yeah, you have to listen to the uh, warm-up segments that we do. Uh, we put those in the full episodes of the show. To explain it quickly, we uh, we we offer various versions of every episode that we do of of this fine program. We do uh, the full episode, uh, and that includes two segments. Uh, usually two, sometimes we'll skip one of them, uh, that uh, you can only get in the full podcast. And then I will um, do the a la carte thing, and I'll split up uh, the 
mid segments of the show and make those available for separate downloads so people can pick and choose what they want to listen to. So if they want to hear us uh, rag all over uh, stupid people in our How Fucking Dumb Are You segment, there's a whole podcast for that. And then if they want to listen to us have a somewhat serious discussion about the abortion thing in Texas, then listen to that too. So that's uh, that's how we do it. This is how we do it. Is this does this thing work? Hold on. Uh, what? That's how we do it. This is how we do it. That's impressive. There's like very little delay on that. Yeah, that's I was watching it, and then I was like, "I'm in it," so I needed. <laughs> <laughs> so I got I, lost in my own eyes. Yes. You know what, man? I've got four. The way I have things set up now, I have I've got four different like screens of myself that I can look at. I've got Zoom. I've got OBS with two windows with me on it. Now I got Facebook now on my iPad. So uh, it, like I'm literally just looking around and all I can see is myself, my my ugly ass face or my ugly face ass, however you want to spin it. It's a good shirt though. Oh, thank you. I forgot I had this shirt. It took me a little bit to realize what it was, yeah. but hey, it's awesome. It's a meme. It's a, it's a funny from the internet. But with Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Oh, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited for this Netflix one. I guess I'm in the minority of people who are looking forward to this. I'm going to hold out and I'm going to see. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to. Don't hype it up and then you won't be disappointed. Yeah. Well, I can do. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's You know, like the Disney live action movies that they've been doing. In the last, yeah, Aladdin years. wasn't bad. Yes, there were certain parts of Aladdin that were better than the original. Certain parts that were not as good. Correct, but I'm like a hardcore Aladdin, like the original fan, like you know the the original the '90s version. And um, I went into it thinking that it was going to be a dumpster fire, and I actually was like, "This is actually pretty decent." Mm. Uh, Cinderella, I guess, just came out. Is that? Yeah, it's it's, of- it's more of a definitely a, a a take on Cinderella, if you will. Like they definitely keep the storyline, but they kind of modernize it. Okay. Or if if you uh, if you choose to, they they make it too woke for the children. They don't cut off the feet in the end. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Ever since they didn't do that in the uh, in the was a nineteen fifty animated version, uh, I just threw uh, any quality out the window. <laughs> yeah, it's just full shit. I still can't believe that the Lion King remake made as much money as it did because that was just not great. Like, it was just there. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it very much was not good either. It was just... It just it seemed was like there. a novelty. Yeah, like, it, I didn't think it was possible for a film, like, the thing that you're watching, to be a paperweight. <laughs> it was a paperweight. That's what it was. It's just like, it, it, animals have like especially like you know cats like the feline animals they have no emotion mm-hmm. and when you animate that stuff you can go nuts with it and make it very clear that uh poor simba is uh sad because his father is dead but then when you do the live action attempt- attempting to do like a, a you know a living breathing animal how the hell are you going to know that it's sad because it can't anthropomorphize yeah I think I got that right. That's tough. That's a tough fucking word. Anthropomorphize. Uh, I'm not even going to try. Anthro- anthropomorphize. Anthro- 
anthropomorphic is correct. Anthropomorphize, I believe. Yeah, an- an- animorphs. Animorphs. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, speaking of things that are stupid, it is time for everyone's favorite segment. Mike's included. How fucking dumb are you? Hardly focused presents. <laughs> Do you finger your own asshole just to smell your own shit? Like I don't get it. How fucking dumb are you? Well, we got three and a let. Uh, Mike, it's been a while since you've been here, so I'll let you choose. Um, Ooh, um, I mean, let, let's let's swing for the fences out of the gate. Let's do the uh, the man attempts. Oh yes, okay. Um, <laughs> man attempts to relieve constipation by inserting an eel into his anus. Uh, if I remember correctly, because I I'm I gotta pull the article up here. If I remember correctly, this is once again out of Asia. Uh, yes, the, these these stories always come from China. I don't know why it, 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 people there do these things because apparently it is a folk remedy, but apparently no one has ever seen this folk remedy actually work. I think it's just people fucking around with somebody else. Oh, yeah, yeah. My brother had a constipation. He put his eel up his ass and cleared it right out. Uh, so, uh, oh, OK. All right. I'm desperate. Uh, I'll do that, it. Yeah, that's believable. It's from Unilad. Uh, a man almost died after inserting a 20 centimeter eel into his rectum in a strange attempt to, quote, relieve constipation. Uh, I almost misread that and said relive constipation. <laughs> uh, in July, after attempting the old folk remedy that claims an eel will help with bowel movement, the man from uh, not even going to try East China Nearly lost his life after the eel moved from his rectum to the colon and chewed through it, accessing the abdomen. What did you think would happen, honestly? I don't know. Unless, unless you somehow put it in backwards and were able to like get it in all the way backwards where like the only way it could go is out. Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't uh, isn't that what the tickler did on Game of Thrones when you torture uh, when he torture prisoners? Uh, he would put a rat inside like a cup and then stick it against a guy's stomach and then uh, light the cup on fire. So like the rat would have to claw into the prisoner's stomach in an attempt to escape. I don't know. I know that that has been a uh, a medieval torture method for a couple of movies. Yeah. Like you put a hot coal on top of a, a metal bucket and then the, the bucket would heat up and the rat would try to get away from the heat by digging into your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's been around. I think that's just how uh, living organisms react. They, uh, you know, especially when they're, uh, I don't know, boxed in when they are uh, in a, in a tight spot, if you will, if they're uh, impacted, wasn't it also a South Park thing where they put like a hamster up somebody's that's, ass? Oh, that's Lemmy Winks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that Mr. Slave? Uh, uh, maybe. I think so. I uh, just, but at least, you know, he didn't have a perforated abdomen, though. Uh, I just I just recall uh, when he crawls into Mr. Slave's ass. There is a lot of detail. There was a lot of detail in Mr. Slave's ass. Like they they. Uh, 
they did not skimp on the details whatsoever. If you, I mean, there was a polyp or two. <laughs> if you were ever curious uh, what an animated anus looks like, turn your head and cough. South Park's got your back. No pun intended. Uh, the article goes on to say the unnamed man went straight to the hospital with his issues. Oh, uh, that's what I. That's where I stop right there. Do not unname him. You need to name that guy. Publicly uh, shame him for putting a needle up his asshole. Uh, he had issues as he was initially quote too yeah, he had shy. Issues. Too shy to visit the doctor. Not too shy to be intimate with an eel, though. Uh, surgeons removed the still alive eel but informed the man he could have died from hemolysis, which occurs when the red blood cells are destroyed after bacteria from the large intestines reach the stomach. Although oh, those, those, that's why those gut shots, uh, uh, you're going to bleed oh, out yeah. before it. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. I, I've had those. Those are fun. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, it goes on to say, although this isn't the first time the bizarre old folk remedy has been tried out. This isn't the first time I should say last year, another Chinese man, Another Chinese man tried the same method by inserting a 16-inch eel into his behind. The eel allegedly tore through the man's intestines, died, and it became lodged in his abdomen for a week. But I'm, surprised, I'm surprised that it was able to survive a week with a torn uh, you know, intestine. I assume it's feeding on um, uh, No, the, the man died. The eel was in there for a week. Oh, the eel was in there for a week. Okay. Yeah. So the... Um, the eel, I guess, would have to feed on the innards of the man. Huh. Yeah, don't don't put an eel up, up your, your butt. Yeah, it's just not. Those things look scary as is. I don't know how they would be brave enough to be like, this seems safe. I mean, they've got jaws. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't it's like, it's like a worm where you can't see any sort of sharp, pointy things. <laughs> It pretty much looks like if you took like a piranha face and put it on a snake. I can't. And I'm really interested in putting that up my ass. <laughs> yeah. A piranha or a piranha snake. A piranha snake. Okay. It's on the next sci-fi channel. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Whenever I'm backed up coffee, seems to do the trick like a nice hot hot cup of coffee also i enjoyed sounds like a hot cup of not trying hard enough with an eel there jack well i enjoyed yeah. some uh some delicious yet greasy pepperoni meat lovers pizza last night and and uh, again this morning and uh boy my ass wouldn't quit like i i made several trips to the old bathroom was uh, doing the nine to five yeah like it just wouldn't stop so uh i i mean i guess hey. i don't have to worry about being backed up i don't need no eels all, all you need is shaw's store brand frozen pizza and i'll do the trick look when you grease the slide you slide right out you could also use fiber shut up <laughs> <laughs> dude fiber any things that have fiber I just, I don't know. I just find the taste to be disgusting. I mean, I guess popcorn, though. I didn't realize that popcorn is um, like a good source of fiber. But popcorn is one of those things where like I'll, I'll enjoy it. I'll buy like a box of it and I'll enjoy it for like two nights in a row. 
and then I never want to touch it again. I'll, I'll make like a bag and be like, this is delicious. I want more. And then I'll make a second bag and be like, oh, okay, yeah, this, this is satiating everything. And then afterwards, I'm like, nah, nope, never again. No, no more of that. It's not so much the way that it fiber tastes. It's the way that it makes you feel. Regular. Gonna, yeah. When you're above 30, nothing beats the taste of being regular. What about Metamucil? Oh, my God. That's still a thing. I'm terrified of that. I've, I felt like with Metamucil, you just had to, and it, this is, I've never tried it. I'm just going by the old commercials that used to play that you had to stir that shit for like a, a solid 30 minutes. And it would still have like undissolved solid chunks of just <laughs> I know this does it for you and it does it for me too, Mike. Uh, the Carnation Instant Breakfast. Carnation, Carnation Instant Bitch. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That, that. Yeah, I I would drink that and every like I knew that within an hour I would instantly start farting like nothing else and I'm like all right <laughs> well, I guess I'm shitting in an hour and a half <laughs> but that's also something that no matter how long you stir it for you'll never 100 percent uh mix it up you'll always have small clumps of powder that, no because you can never be... mix it you have to put it in a shaker you put it in there oh yeah true oh okay only way to do it yeah. But that, that was sense. the fun part of it. You would drink it and then like some of the powder chunks would like explode in your mouth and you would inhale some of the powder. <laughs> and yeah, so it was like a adventure game. The comment uh, or the note I took for this segment. <laughs> what makes you poo? <laughs> uh, all right, Mike. Uh, so uh, we did the eel in the ass. Uh, you've got um, two more you can pick from. Let's, uh, let's, let's keep it with bodily functions. Okay, yeah, we will go to Canada. Yeah, we'll go up north to Canada, uh, Vancouver, to be specific. Um, okay, now I said earlier that uh, Nate, you caught me. You, you caught my bluff. That's, that's, that's what I'm, I was trying to tell you, trying to warn you, trying, trying to do good service, but who? nope. No. Oh, well, why didn't you believe me? <laughs> uh, you know, well, it's the glasses. All right. Well, we all I have glasses trying to go a month without. Now, what I said earlier is I want to go a month without talking about COVID. So we just don't get into the <laughs> so same. The first thing you put on the sheet. <laughs> I know. I suck. <laughs> uh, because, you know, try to go a month without talking about COVID just because, like, we're going to keep having the same discussions and keep saying the same things, keep getting worked up over the same stuff. And, um, Beating a dead horse. Yeah. This, okay, this, I'll count this as a mulligan because it's not so much about, I mean, it's about COVID. It's more, it's over a mask dispute. It's, it's, it's COVID over, by proxy. It's yeah. COVID by proxy. Someone being a, a stupid asshole uh, in Vancouver. Dairy Queen customer urinates at the counter after mask dispute on Vancouver Island, uh, which is uh, a little too common these days, unfortunately. Um People upset over uh, having to wear masks, face masks in places, especially since those mandates are starting to uh, come back. Uh, see if I can share the old. Uh, There's just a stupid pun waiting to be made of something around the, the line of just like he took being pissed off way too far. Uh, can you guys see the thing here? Uh, I can't nope. see anything. Nope, okay. What about oh. now? 
see some blur. Okay, let's uh, let's try this. Uh, man refusing to wear mask urinates inside Port Alberty Dairy Queen. like the uh, that just happened i like when he calls Jeez. them psychopaths what the fuck i didn't see any anything come out though uh it was on the countertop you could see the, sh- the shimmer shine oh okay i was expecting some like splashback you know like b- being able to see it just kind of bouncing off everything uh and also the man having a you know just a a full tank ready to go. I don't. I don't ever feel like I can just do it on command like that. I don't know. Apparently, you have some prostate issues. Uh, I mean, hey, we're get we're we're uh, we're getting there. <laughs> yep. Like like uh, Nate said earlier, once you hit your thirties, man, backed up on one yeah. end and uh, can't stop on the other. Uh, I I think I don't know. Uh, you guys watch Letter Kenny. Uh, nope. I do not watch Letter Kenny. Uh, I know it's something that you you need me to watch. I just literally have so many other shows I need to get to. Yeah. Nate, you said yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to play the audio of this guy again and listen closely to his voice. I mean, it's the most Canadian voice, but uh, listen closely. I, I, I process the audio a little bit so it stands out uh, a bit more. Here we go. Nate, who does that sound like? I'm blanking on his name. The the hockey guy. Yes, Shorzy. You never Shorzy. Yeah. Yes, Shorzy. Yeah. I'm not helping you, tit fuckers or those twats. Give your balls a tug. There's a lot on the line here, Shorzy. You want to talk about lines, you fucking loser? I woke up to your mom ripping dick dingers off my foreskin. Tell her to keep her hands off my scoops. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Jonesy. I made your mom come so hard they made a Canadian Heritage Minute out of it and Don McKellar played my dick. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Riley. I made your mom so wet Trudeau deployed a 24-hour infantry unit to stack sandbags around my bed. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you both. Your lives are so fucking pathetic. I ran a charity 15K to raise awareness for it, you fucking losers. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, yeah. I, I there's like a whole 10 minute long compilation of Shorzy, and I kind of wanted to just play the whole thing, but uh But alas, we cannot. And somehow there's gonna be a Shorzy spin-off. I think that's overkill. Yeah. He's funny in in uh, small amounts, but giving him his 
own show, I don't think is going to work, especially since a little, he, little too much of himself. Yeah, especially the, the part of the joke is you don't see his face. So yeah, like how you can do a whole show? It's it's like if uh, the neighbor from Home Improvement had his own show. How you do that? Yeah. He never, he never uh, showed Badly. his face. Yeah, you never saw his uh, face. And like the one episode where he wasn't behind the fence, he was struggling to keep his face covered. Um, but anyway, yeah, the uh, the old the old pisser here sounds very much like uh, uh, Shorzy. Well, it is Wayne, isn't it? It is Wayne. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. Jerry so like, King, so. it's just the same voice. Yeah, it's the same voice as Wayne. So that's why you don't see the face. But you know what, this guy, uh, I think he really actually is Shorzy because there is. I think it's like one of Shorzy's first appearances. He's pissing, like literally pissing all over, uh, yeah. Riley and Jonesy. Yep. And that's exactly what this guy did. Uh. But that said, the security footage got a glimpse of his face, and I'd argue that he looks like Judah Friedlander, if you remember that guy. Judah Friedlander, wow, okay. With his comical hat. That's a callback. I, I apparently met that guy. I don't remember this, but I met him. Photographic proof says otherwise? Yeah. Is there any follow-up to that story? Did he, like, get, like... No, uh, there were there's a couple of guys dressed in red on horses that were chasing him down the street. I don't know what happened. They said, "Hey, don't do that." All he'd have to do is apologize, and they'd be they'd be fine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I will, I will tell you, who got arrested is that guy uh, who accosted the reporter, and I think it was in Louisiana when Hurricane Ida hit. Did you see that? No, I did not. Uh, this uh, on-location reporter just doing his thing, reporting in the storm, and then uh, this this just random dude just runs up to him and gets in his face and starts asking him if the news that he's reporting is accurate and wouldn't leave. And the reporter handled it professionally. He was calm. Uh, they, they, they threw back to the studio. Uh, uh, Reporter then later said, he's like, hey, I was, I was shook up. Otherwise, you know, we've just been joking about it. Like him and his crew, not the guy that cost him. The guy that cost him just ran off. Uh, well, uh, a warrant was put out for the guy's arrest. They identified him because he was very clearly on camera and found out that he had a criminal history in the state of Ohio. Wow. Uh, for, uh, I guess, going to his former employer, which was, um, it was like a chemical factory or something and nearly causing like a massive hazmat situation by sabotaging all the equipment in there because he was upset about one thing or another so uh yeah probably not the smartest thing to do if you already have an active criminal history something says he's not necessarily thinking things through to consequences just saying just saying uh so he uh i think he was one of the charges was simple assault uh, and he's been arrested so is that like simple sugar (laughs) yes or simple syrup. It just, mm-hmm. It's just a simple. It's just a, it's just a wee bit of assault. Just, well, the complicated assault is when you've got to fold back, fold it, and then, then you got you to go around the other way. And yeah, it's just really convoluted. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess if you're looking for some justice, if you if you're looking for someone who actually did something very stupid and then actually got caught for it, there you go. Because well, uh, that, that satisfies, I guess. Yeah, because those. I mean, I. The folks, the 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 news reporters, those who 
like regularly go out on location, they have to put up with that shit all the time. That's why they don't ever have high heels or dress shoes. They wear uh, running shoes. Yes, yeah, so they can get the fuck out of there if they have to. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. There was a case like five years ago where like some like disgruntled former like on air guy showed up in an on location shoot and just like opened fire. Right. Like that's uh, that's a risk you have to have in the back of your mind. Like whenever I'm watching the news and you just see like the hecklers in the background, or, like the jokesters. Um, I'm always afraid that, uh, you know, that it's some psychopath that you're about to see like a murder happen on live TV as a result, especially when the the riots were happening last year. God damn. Yeah. Like they're, they're all like all the on location reports, they're all out there. Like it just it's standing in the middle of the street while while like stores are being looted in the background, and uh, I'm surprised none of them, uh, you know, emerged with. Uh, I guess I guess I'm surprised that they all emerged unscathed. Because that's, that's scary, good. Yeah, it's some scary times, man. But I mean, it's not like you know you got to worry about a Bud Dwyer incident. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Oh man. <laughs> that's a uh hey we got a good filter song out of it at least so. <laughs> okay well there you go uh we'll uh come back we'll talk about uh texas the uh uproar let's just say texas has caused and we'll get some uh thoughts on that stick around Am I going to work there much longer? No, I'm not going to work there. Hardly focused. I'm a driver. I'm a winner. Things are going to change. I can feel it. On February 12th, 1981, the Canadian band Rush released their seminal album, Moving Pictures. Speaking of moving pictures, Hardly Focused is available to enjoy on YouTube. Watch us talk at each other and subscribe to our channel at hardlyfocused.com slash YouTube. Seven females at a Rush concert. Must be some kind of a world record. This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focused. I could say something pretty inappropriate right now. Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking out our podcast. We're Hardly Focused with Jack Gill, Mike Tarara, Nate Fillers. You can find us at HardlyFocused.com on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube harleyfocus.com slash YouTube. We're also on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash harleyfocuspodcast. The state of Texas sucks. Uh, Now, I I said this last week that I I got into it with someone on Reddit because uh, my perception of Facebook was, or Facebook, uh, Texas, but uh, both are trash. My perception of Texas was largely altered by some idiot on Instagram who uh, was, uh, you know, one of those proud diehard Texans who doesn't believe in, uh, you know, deep in the heart of Texas, one of those. And this guy on Reddit was like, you realize how big the state of Texas is. The majority of people in the state do not agree with uh, Greg Abbott and uh, a lot of the rules and whatnot that are. Uh, up and imposed and to that i say i don't care because uh it's texas i mean obviously whatever is imposed in the state of texas whatever laws and rules are imposed it's going to affect everybody there and regardless of whether or not they disagree with it there are still people in power that are going to 
do this and mandate this stuff. And it's not just related to the plague. It's related to uh, uh, women's rights, for example. Uh-huh. So if whoa, 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 whoa. Women have rights? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't hate me. Don't hate me. <laughs> um, so if you didn't know, the state of Texas, uh, New York Times sums it up perfectly. Texas law banning most abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy went into effect this past Wednesday, despite the 1973 Supreme Court decision that established constitutional right to the procedure, making the state the most restrictive in the nation in terms of access to abortion services. Uh, first question for you guys. When we lost RBG months back, was one of the first thoughts that crossed your mind Roe versus Wade being thrown out the window? Thousand percent. Yep. Thousand percent. Yep. Yeah, it's uh it's unfortunate. Uh but God, I hope uh, I hope it's as simple as Sony realizing that uh charging to upgrade Horizon Forbidden West on from PS4 to PS5. Uh, is a bad idea that they could reverse that. Oh, I hope it's as simple as that. It's not going to be. Or as simple as OnlyFans, realizing that if they get rid of the porn, then no one's going to be on OnlyFans anymore. There you go. Because like when you when you protest things, you speak out against them. I mean, changes can happen. Things can, can be reversed. And it's, yeah. it's, it's easier at a state level to change things than it is as a, as a national level sometimes. So, uh, I mean, the other thing too is... Uh, uh, a state, I mean, they did this with, with Georgia, a couple of, uh, and with the in, uh, Indiana, a couple of, they were doing a couple of stupid things and uh, companies were like, yeah, well, uh, then we're just not going to deal with you as a state anymore. Bye. And then the state's like, oh, we're going to lose a lot of money if this big giant company leaves. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Right. It is reassuring to see that large conglomerates are speaking out against it. Uh, what, what Texas has done with um, anti-abortion laws going into effect. It is reassuring so, to see the big companies are speaking out against that. That's so fucking dumb. You should, you should change the segment to how fucking Texas are you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, after a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, just all went downhill. It all went downhill. Uh, sounds about right. <sighs> How are we still arguing this? And that now, ah. and that right there, the, the Hewitt family, that was a family that, my God, did they needed to have an abortion? Because look what you got out of that. You got Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Killed all those poor kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Dog will hunt. <laughs> I, I too enjoy Primus. <laughs> you know, that's from Texas too, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. But, uh, took me a long time to realize what they were saying though in that Primus song because like, I always thought it was Les Claypool saying it and yeah, then me I too. watched the the movie and I was like holy shit I love that the poster for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is just like a total dig on Breakfast Club yeah yeah uh, anyway stuff. anyway uh conglomerate speaking out against uh Texas's anti-abortion laws first and foremost go daddy <laughs> most most importantly first and foremost mm-hmm Kind of an ironic he, name, too, if you think about it. <laughs> and, and Jack, can you explain why GoDaddy is important in this little story of ours? Uh, a uh, whistleblowing website, and I'm blanking on the name of the um, 
the name, uh, the the URL of the website. Uh, it was a uh, whistleblower website for reporting uh, doctors or or institutions that were performing now illegal abortions in the state of Texas, and almost immediately, people bombed the website and were submitting bogus claims and it, it was like a pretty much a, a denial of service attack happening on the websites uh i think it's it's called pro-life whistleblower.com thank you yeah um it's uh, I'll, I'll give the i'll give them the bump because i know everybody listening to be like well we fucking hate them we're gonna go troll them now anyway so I don't know if the the heavy load actually took them down at any point, but now GoDaddy is, uh, or or did impose a um, twenty four hour notice for them to find a new hosting provider because they were violating GoDaddy's terms of service. Yes, they they did jump. Um, I believe. Um, was it, was it ego ego something like that? Uh, the the one that picked up Parlor after they get kicked off the Amazon servers. I figured it was going to be that one. Yeah, they also host Eight Chan. So whatever whatever server hosts Eight Chan also hosts the Pro Life Whistleblower dot com. Like, it's like the next best thing to the dark web. <laughs> Basically, yeah, everything you just listed. <laughs> um, just about, just about. Yeah, but. That I think that also means that if they, um, you know, if more of these, uh, I'm going to call them bombings because they're not denial of service attacks. Those are those are usually you know, yeah yeah DD, yeah the DDoS is is different than this. This is just almost like spam bombing. Yeah, because every there, there's all of these Reddit posts like, hey, I created a program. <laughs> And all you got to do is put in this information once and it'll literally put in bogus information for like until you get blocked and then just go on your VPN, change your IP address and do it again for 300 times. Yep. Yep. But everybody was putting on like, you know, a giggle Mick dimple fuck as, as a name for, you know, whoever was found and like, guys, they're, they're going to be able to figure out and use an algorithm to take out all the bullshit ones. Yeah. And so a guy actually created a legitimate, um, algorithm to put in an actual texas location uh text uh, it made it, everything seemed legit and it was, it was a randomizer so it wouldn't just be uh you know name name it would, it would almost make it flow as a sentence and it would change the sentence structure so that way it's still a bullshit thing but they it's because it looks so legit they have to waste resources fucking tracking it down good so it may not it may not crash the server Everybody hopes it does, yeah. but whatever it doesn't crash the server is just literally refuse for bad tips. <laughs> so they can go fuck themselves. Oh, oh yeah. I love it. I, love I was it. just looking through my feed because like I remember people were posting like something. I can't remember if it was like lyrics to a song or if it was like like words. Where from- are you? Na 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 na. It was something and I'm like <laughs> scrolling ferociously through my feed to find it but it was just like really funny people were like posting like shrek comments or something like that or uh, i think great i think Ak, uh, got through the other night and he posted uh principal skinner and a teacher were in a closet making babies and i saw one of the babies <laughs> and the baby looked at me oh yeah <laughs> at least that one's kind of applicable to what's going on that one was good though oh yeah 
Um, I, I can't find it. Sorry. Yeah, apparently they they did have before they kicked off to go before they got kicked off GoDaddy. They did have um, site issues because of the traffic. I would assume that whoever's hosting them now does not have the same capacity as GoDaddy. So um, if if more people continue to inundate this website, then uh, it will be a lot harder to keep it up and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, so- uh, oh, it's Epic, E-P-I-K, known for hosting white right-wing extremist groups. Jesus. Yep, per yeah. domain registration data. Oh, it's nice public, you know, or, or private companies yep. can, uh, you know, have their own terms of service, and it's not technically a violation of constitutional rights, just like Twitter. Uh, apparently, though, either... <laughs> Even Epic's like, yeah, you're kind of violating our terms of service. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but because the specific violations are collecting information on third parties without their consent. Nice. America. Nice. There you go. Okay. Well, there's some justice for you. Hopefully. Because <clears throat> fuck them. Uh, NBCnews.com match CEO and Bumble create relief funds for employees affected by Texas abortion law. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a clusterfuck. It's a clusterfuck. Do you just get t- tell me a part of the topic you want me to just go off on, and I can do it because it's 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 all sorts of fucked. Yep, uh, and also uh, Lyft and Uber, according to NPR, will pay drivers' legal fees if they are sued under the Texas abortion law. Because if you are a uh, rideshare driver, you take uh, a woman to an abortion clinic to have the thing done. Uh, the drivers can then be, uh, fined, sued. Yep. Uh, and, uh, Lyft and Uber saying, yeah, yeah, fuck that. And fuck you. Yep. Cause you're uh, aiding and abetting an illegal and an illegal abortion in Texas. It's so frustrating. Uh, Lyft said in a statement, according to NPR, drivers are never responsible for monitoring where their riders go or why. Imagine being a driver, not knowing if you were breaking the law by giving someone a ride. So bullshit, dude. Like, what? Weren't we just arguing about like, you know, my my body, my right yeah. for something far less useful, like important? Yeah, this yeah. is yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. Fucking, we're not hell, mentioning it because that. we don't want it. We don't want to have. We have. A, we, want, we want to go the whole month without mentioning it. No, I, that's yeah. not what I mean, though. Oh, okay. But it's just like in terms of like, I I hate that they're flipping the argument. Like and but they're not they're ignoring it because it's like it was never it, about that it was it's, never it's it's never about it. it's it's they have the biggest hypocrisy uh you know ever it's like it's literally their 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 status level is hypocrisy a hundred percent because every single time they argue something it's a bad face bad faith argument that literally gets twisted from something else that they want to argue for. And it, it, it just, it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. And uh, I, I need to be careful that I don't make any terroristic threats uh, <laughs> so that uh, I don't get anybody in trouble uh, and we don't get taken down. Yeah. Uh, because let's be honest, uh, I could definitely make things in jest that may not sound like they're in jest. So I'll be yeah. careful. Well, keep in mind, isn't this like the same people who like believe the book that is just full of contradictions called, called the Bible. 
Yep. Yeah. And they love to quote some of the Old Testament stuff. And you're like, uh, yeah, if you're quoting all the Old Testament stuff and you're forgetting the fucking shit that Jesus goddamn said, you're not doing it right. Jesus is like, yeah, yeah those prophets that came before me, they were good. They were prepping, they were prepping it. But listen to me and do what I fucking say. Yep. And they're forgetting the do what I fucking say part. Yep. Completely. They're like, well, Jesus didn't say that. Yeah. Jesus is not a goddamn Republican American. Okay. <laughs> He was a brown skinned Jew with sandals. All right. Don't let he's them know to, that. He's closer to Bernie Sanders than he is to Greg Abbott. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. Don't let them know that. Oh, well, no. Because it's, you know, just like uh, Ricky Bobby. I want to, you know, pray to baby Jesus, you know, white skin baby Jesus. If they find out, they'll pee on every restaurant's counter. <laughs> <sighs> they would. No, no, they would do it while open carrying uh, in and AR-15 because it's their goddamn right uh, in Texas now to open carry without a permit anymore. So I just think that it's just such a slap in the face to have both of those happen. It's like, well, guns are fine, but, you know, life-saving procedures. The, I, the irony that they passed 666 laws. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't fall on deaf ears. Uh, back to Jesus. Did you see there's this uh, uh, picture that idiots are sharing? It's of... Trump and Jesus, like Trump sitting at the uh, it is oh, desk in the Oval that. Office, and Jesus, Jesus is behind giving him a massage, basically. Yeah, yeah, except it's not Jesus; it's Charles Manson. <laughs> wow, I, I have really? seen the one where it's actually Obi Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I like Charles Manson better. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean those those two guys are more in line, believe me. Yeah, but it's just always funny when um, when people put you know. Pray, Jesus says X, Y, Z, and you've got a Obi-Wan Kenobi sitting there. Like, all right. Yep. Yep. The force is strong with these idiots. Now, this is, uh, you know, what is called copy pasta, but a friend of mine on Facebook posted um, a, uh, a stand with women post about uh, abortion. Uh, and the, the things that the people who are in support of banning abortion probably don't think about and this is the exact reason one not not the exact reason one one of the many reasons why i chose to get a vasectomy a few years ago is because i don't want to run the risk of any of this happening um the post says quote i'm pro becky who found out at her 20-week anatomy scan that the infant she had been so excited to bring into this world had developed without life sustaining organs uh i will say a friend of mine actually uh had that same exact thing happen and uh, to, to her first pregnancy and she had to terminate it because um, it, it's one of those things like it, you give birth to a child who who is just all sorts of fucked up and has so many handicaps. They're not going to want to be alive. Why, why make them suffer? It's like uh, it was, was that actually alien resurrection or was that uh, the uh, the uh, it's resurrection. Yeah. Where okay, she sees all the failed, the failed clones. Kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, that's what the whole argument in my mind is. It's just like quality of life. If, you know, somebody grows up with the mindset that they weren't wanted. Yeah. Like and, that and, just the, and the thing is, that is a great argument for people that have um, sympathy and empathy. Um, but the people that are passing these laws don't give a shit 
about your quality of life. Because no. if they gave a shit about quality of life, they would, I don't know, have, uh, you know, free childhood education, free childhood meals and not, you know, be like, oh, your parent can't afford a meal. Well, you don't get to eat at school today. They would, they would, they would want Medicare for all. They'd want all these social welfare things to be pro life and they're not. Yeah. I can, I can no. barely take care of myself, you know, and well, that I, is true. I, yeah. I, you are a fucking mess. Yeah. I, I, uh, there's no way in hell I'm bringing a tiny human into this world. I got, I got enough on my hands with the animals that I have in my house. Yeah. And, and those you won't go to jail for, for accidentally killing. You know, right. I, I want to also <laughs> add, I mean, on purpose is another matter. Sometimes it's a little gray area, but still. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, um, and, and they're all there. Unless I like, am seriously abusing them, which I am not. They're always no way am I <laughs> at least Cooper is always going to forgive me. He's always going to to be my best friend. He's always Yeah, the cats hold grudges. The cats you know, the cats are cats. They're gonna do whatever the fuck they want. They'll they'll love me when they're hungry. Yep. Feed me, Seymour. One of my stupid cats swiped at me when I was f- like uh filling his bowl full of full of cat food, dry food. Uh, like swiping in that he was trying to grab the bowl for me and learned quickly. Hey, bite the hand that feeds. Probably not a good idea. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a tiny human. God damn. Do I uh, not want to be responsible for that? It's a lot. I'm responsible for two of them right now. Not right now because they're in the other room. Uh, but you, I mean, that was uh, by choice though. You guys wanted to have kids. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We, we chose to. And, and, and in, in all honesty, it's serious, you know, hashtag real talk. If, if the, you know, that's the one thing that Sarah was desperately worried about is the 12 week and the 20 week ultrasounds yep. 12 week. Does the fetus look viable? You know, does it look like it's got four chambers of the heart? Does it look like it's got two arms and two legs? Does it look like it's got a brain in the fucking skull? You yeah. know? And then the, you know, the 20 week, uh, you know, the more, the, the finer things. Okay. It, it, are the organs growing on the inside, you know? Yep. So, I, I, and, and, and the, you know, in the back of her mind, every single time is like, does she have to have that thought in her head? Like if it's an unviable pregnancy, do I have to, you know, am I going to make that choice? But the difference is it's her choice. And at no point am I going to tell somebody with a dead growing thing in their body that you've got to carry another 20 weeks just to give birth to it, just to completely psychologically scar you for the rest of your life and possibly kill you or possibly ruin your actual baby making insides. So you can't even get another baby afterwards Mm -hmm. that may actually be viable that, you know, will love Jesus, you know, that you want everybody to anyway. Uh, You're forgetting about the week 24 test. What's the week 24 test? Uh, to see if the baby is economically viable. Ah. This is what happens if you're not economically viable. Hey, that is true. Week 24 is when they can take them out and you know pop them in the uh, the the incubator and call it a day. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, that, that was poorly. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit more you know scientific than that. But uh, that yeah. was poorly executed on my part. I apologize. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I've seen you do worse. Uh, you know, you know, it's never poorly executed an abortion. Oh, if you go to the right. Well, unless, doctor, you're, in right, Texas, right unless you're in Texas now, 
then it's just going to be yeah. behind the dumpster with the coat hanger. Prom night, prom As they say, you baby. never outlaw abortion, you just outlaw safe abortions. Yeah. Truth. And I also want to add to this conversation that I believe that it, I don't really care if if it's for saving the woman or not saving the woman. I think if she wants to get an abortion, she can get an abortion. I don't yeah. think it needs to have like some sort of like story behind it. Like, you know, something happened to her or it's endangering her. I think if she, for whatever reason, doesn't want it to happen, then it's her call. Yeah. The, yeah. And the hilarious thing is everybody's like, Oh, if, if you don't have an abortion after week two, uh, that means that you're just, you know, purposely having a late term abortion and you're doing it because you're using it as a form of birth control. And that's patently not true. Very, very, very few abortions are late term. And almost all of those are health related as opposed to economically related. If you wanted to do put a term on that, I've got my own yeah. copy of pasta, which is a little bit longer than Jack's. Yeah. <clears throat> There's I, a, I can do I can do the whole thing if you want, but it's it it's it's good. There's it's, it summarizes everything that that actually is the argument for and against. Yeah, there's there's the one I was looking at has a lot of points that I can see where the pro life people doesn't care. Right. Like they don't care about the argument. Yeah, yeah. But then there's other ones where it's like use your head. Just think about it. Like, what do you go? You, you gonna make a? You gonna make a woman carry to full term uh, a baby that never had a heartbeat, and then go through the the pain of delivering it, uh, and then putting the the mother at risk? Like, you can't say you're pro life at that point. There's no life. Yeah. It's it's ceased. It is it is it is ceased it to is be. Ceased to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This it life is, is no more. <clears throat> it is an ex baby. Uh, so. Do, do you think there's any chance of this getting reversed with enough backlash or is this uh, good? Be- I, I have a feeling that it's not going to get reversed this year. I have a feeling that this is going to be the fire that lights or the spark that lights a fucking fire. And I think a lot of fence sitters and a lot of even Republicans are like, yeah, yeah, you done fucked up. Because the way that they wrote this law to circumvent, to try to circumvent oversight from the Supreme Court is a way that technically if, if, this, if the Supreme Court decides not to do anything, you can say, well, any law that any state wants to impose, preventing the federal government from doing anything about it, can just write it in this way, stating that it's not the state imposing anything, it is private individuals able to police and if that ain't a goddamn communist police state that is anti-fucking freedom, I don't know what is. <clears throat> True. Killing Mike over here. I know. <laughs> I know. Because I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep it at, on somewhat of a level keel. That's Mike's. I, dump, I, that's yeah. Mike's dump button right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he had to taze on day. He had to move away from the mic to breathe in. <laughs> um, I'm uh, ignorant, as you know. Uh, are there other states in the union that have similar laws in place? Uh, a lot of them have very early, uh, you know, like 20 week abortion bans and all, you know, 16 week abortion bans, 12 week abortion bans. Or they have like, you've got to go in twice. You've got to re- listen to the heartbeat and then you've got to pay for a fucking burial. Oh, what? Um, what? But the, the apparent after this, 
Florida and Alabama and I think Arkansas are all trying to write basically copycat laws to do the same thing. Oh, so states that we already had ample reason to dislike. Yeah, exactly. Okay. States that I wish seceded back in 1863. If uh, both... uh, If if the Northern Army wasn't so goddamn good at what they did, they would have seceded. But you know what? The South can suck my fucking dick. If Florida doesn't like... You lost. Get over it. If Florida doesn't commit a total... or uh, DeSantis, right? He's the governor yeah, down there. If DeSantis, people are fucking pissed at DeSantis. Let me tell you that. Well, if DeSantis doesn't commit genocide by the end of next year, then <laughs> we'll find out. Look, all I know is that Bugs Bunny had it right back in the day when he sawed off Florida and let it float off towards Cuba. <laughs> 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 Just saying, Metro Golden Mayor. Looney Tunes, uh, they had it right. True, oh, too true. I, I, I feel for uh, all my friends who are going to Disney. Florida. Godspeed to you. Godspeed to you. God love you. Christ. I don't I, I don't want to set foot in Florida and, until uh until it turns blue, <laughs> which will uh never happen in our lifetimes. Probably not. Not until you get rid of gerrymandering. <sighs> uh God damn, I'm gonna have a scar on the palm of my hand. Uh well. Oh yeah, I didn't talk about that. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't jerk off so hard he uses sandpaper <laughs> he uses sandpaper a lot and sometimes that 60 grit just really gets to you i don't think we we're um we we're talking Probably about this not. during the during the recording here i got into a uh, altercation <laughs> had a differing view of opinion than that of my kitten and picking him up to move him elsewhere resulted in a bit of a physical altercation that i lost so uh, I've got Wolverine. Some That's because you fight like a bitch. <laughs> now, well, what you just heard, if you're not watching the video portion of this, was, uh, <laughs> good call. Jack flailing around <laughs> was how Jack Gill fights. <laughs> That's how Jack Gill puts up his dukes. Okay, very good, or not very good. Um, however, very you bad, very Awful. bad. All right, yeah. Uh, We will uh, come back and we will regroup as we wrap up this episode of the podcast. And remember the uh, both the warm up and the wrap up segments uh, you can only hear if you download the full version of every podcast that we post, every episode that we post, uh, which you can find at HarleyFocused.com. We'll talk at you on your side. Stick around. You are listening to Hardly Focused. But isn't all food bad for you? I've been eating lasagna and muffins every day of my life for 40 years and I feel terrible. Hardly Focused is available to enjoy on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. You hear me say that at the beginning of every podcast. Well, we made it super easy for you to follow the show. Find the best option for you at hardlyfocused.com slash subscribe. This is the uh, Hardly Focused. The end. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Harley Focused. You made it to the very end. Congratulations. Uh, so there are a lot of stuff in this episode that we didn't get to. Um, whole lot of crazy, crazy, crazy shit happening. Oh, uh, geez. Where do we, where do we begin? Oh, uh, Waffle House. We, we, talk, we were talking about this. Uh, Mike, you're the one that, that educated me on this, the the Waffle House Index. 
the Waffle House uh, index was uh, made the news because of um, Hurricane Ida when it hit Louisiana. They preemptively were closing Waffle House locations. Uh, I, I almost pulled a fro and said Waffle Heiss. That's not a word. Uh, <laughs> uh, they were preemptively closing Waffle House locations because they were under the assumption that uh, this was going to be a Katrina-level event, which it it got very close to it. Uh, the the oh, uh, you uh, your mic is muted, Mike. It it did. It got very close. <laughs> um, yeah the uh, the levees that were put up. When the levee breaks, when they they were uh, put up slash rebuilt after Katrina, they actually were uh, able to sustain the water that went through. Uh, So it didn't totally flood New Orleans like uh, Katrina did, but they still lost power. The entire city lost power. I I think they're still without power. I'm not sure. Um, But uh, yeah, we had to put the, they went to the red level. Just before the hurricane hit, uh, the Waffle House index. Fuck. Yeah. That's serious business for those of you who don't know. Yes. Uh, gre- I think it's on a three-color scale. Green means it's the Waffle House locations uh, in the affected area are fully open with a full menu. Nothing has changed. Yellow means they're still open, but they are on a limited menu because power might be out or things may not be working. Um you know, the the, re- the rest of the town, city, where the Waffle House is could be in complete shambles. But Waffle House has just enough power to be able to churn out the eggs and grits. Uh, and then the red is uh, the Waffle House is just not there anymore. It's it's closed. It's the whatever's whatever disaster has occurred is enough to knock the, the Waffle House out of commission, which rarely happens. We're talking like Joplin, Missouri tornado. That like wiped that city off the face of the earth. That was, uh, I think, uh, an instance. I don't think they had the Waffle House index yet. Like it wasn't officially a thing that FEMA was was tracking. But um, there were definitely no. I, I would guess there were no Waffle House locations left in that area after uh, after that tornado. Because I believe that is, uh, as of now, the strongest tornado ever recorded in history. Well, you put Dorothy up there. I mean, it'll track anything. Um, speaking of uh, Levy, I discovered this recently. Um, the supergroup Mad Season that featured um, Lane Staley on vocals and um, Mike McCready from Pearl Jam, Barrett Martin from Screaming Trees, and then the late John Baker Saunders. Uh, so they reunited in 2014 with Duff McKagan on bass and Chris Cornell. On vocals, and they released a live album. They played, I think it was the Seattle Philharmonic Orchestra, um, and it's it's a very good album. It's on Spotify. If you ever get a chance to listen, it's great. Um, and uh, they had expressed interest. Uh, uh, surviving members plus Duff had expressed interest in continuing Mad Season as a band and release writing and releasing new music, and they did. However, they changed their name. And in doing that, it kind of went under the radar. 
but they released a handful of songs under the name Levy Walkers. And um, there's a, uh, they, they have different singers on um, the releases. Um, Aaron Jones is, uh, or Aaron Jones. Um, is a- Aaron? Aaron. A- uh, and the other uh, is uh, Jazz from Killing Joke. Uh, so that's on uh, Spotify as well, and it very much sounds like Mad Season, and it it's uh, what should uh, they they should have released it as Mad Season, man. It could have done really well. They they decided to do it under a different name, and um, I I think that honestly I think that hurt them because uh, uh, was it intentional? Kind of like uh, when Tom Morello went down as the the Night Watchman. I think it was. You know, I think and and because they tried to change their name once before Mad Season, they um. They when Lane left and then later passed away, uh, they regrouped with uh, Mark Lanigan from Screaming Trees, and then they changed the name to Disinformation. But uh, what they were working on uh, under that name, only a couple tracks materialized, and it took about fifteen years for them to see the light of day. So, um, I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. It's like if you, if you're in a band, and you change your name, you're gonna take a hit on your following. People are going to assume you've broken up and you no longer exist. It's like, no, dude, we we exist. We're just not under this name anymore. But it also affects, like, if you're going to go out uh, and tour, for example, it also affects the the venues that the band plays at, right? Like, it's you, you're no longer if you're you, you were able to sell out arenas before. Well, now you're going to be playing like five hundred thousand cap spaces, like the like uh, the late Great Scott, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, uh, oh man, I hope that opens back up, man. Me too. I love that place. Uh, Nate, are you, are you familiar with the deadites? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in a while, but I had, yes. I had neither until I met the, uh, the, the man behind it. Cause he, he was working at, uh, the toy vault in Marlboro, uh, Mars, Mike Mars. Um, nice. we were talking about great Scott and, uh, cause I was wearing my great Scott shirt that day, but, um, yeah, well, no, we're talking about Great Scott. You know, it's supposed to open up back in Alston at the old Alston Depot. And um, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. But I, I, I really hope either. they, I really hope they reopen though, because that was a great venue. I've, I, I uh, saw some very, very good shows there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, but, 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 oh, here, this, this was a contender for how fucking dumb are you? Uh, TV presenter suspended for asking ex rapists to simulate rape on dummy live on air. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how, I can't Why? even, what are you doing? I just can't imagine the process. Like there's of, ratings and then they're scraping the bottom of the barrel and then it's like not even near the barrel. Yeah. How do you think that's a good idea? It's happened on the Ivory Coast on the NCI channel. NCIS? <laughs> Gibbs? Yeah. God damn it, Scott Bakula. <laughs> uh, TV presenter has been suspended, suspended after he asked an ex-rapist to demonstrate how he assaulted his victims on primetime television. Eased Imbella was forced to apologize for the segment, which aired on Monday, August 30th. On the NCI channel, the incident saw Mbella introduce a male guest by describing him as an ex-rapist before asking him to simulate rape on a dummy. 
I think that I guarantee you that was just like a bad joke. Like, dude, just like if they were pals, yeah. it's like, hey, here's my friend Mike. <laughs> He's a rapist. There's a dummy. <laughs> Go to town on it. Why don't you? Yeah, not many people are going to be privy to our type of humor. True. Now, Mbella, the article here from Unilad says, Mbella claimed in a Facebook post that he had been trying to, quote, raise awareness of sexual assault. Well, he did that. Yeah. Went yeah. a little bit above. <laughs> yeah. That's not how you play baseball. These things never happen on American TV. <laughs> because of the standards and practices team. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. They're like, what are you doing? No, you can't do that. Why are you even asking me? You know the answer is no. Uh, let's see if I can. Can you guys see the, the oh, wow. here? Yeah. yeah. The presenters there in the background. I, I think that's the presenter. Either a presenter or the uh I don't know, but there's definitely the, the there's the dummy on the ground, the dummy on top of him, and then the dummy in the green pants. Yikes. Yeah, I don't know which one's the host and which one is the... I'm uh, surprised he's just suspended at this point. Like, yeah. People have gone canceled for less. Uh, article says, NCI has also published an apology taking responsibility for the airing of the segment, which they should, uh, which called it a, quote, serious and regrettable mistake. Al Jazeera reports that the channel said it was committed to respecting human rights, in particular those of women, and expressed solidarity with women who are victims of violence and all, and abuse of all kinds. Jesus Christ. You hate to see it. <laughs> he looks like an older guy, too. You think he'd, uh, I don't know, you think he'd know. But, I mean, what do I know? I mean, look at what happened with the Me Too movement. How many how many people you thought were reputable, upstanding people like Matt Lauer. And, yep. then, you, and then you find out they have a, what was it, like a blowjob button under their desk. It's right next to the Diet Coke button on the uh, <laughs> office. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Mike, uh, it was a pleasure having you here. It's been a while. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll move some things around so we can do this more often. Mainly my testicles. Good luck with potty training. Uh, so far, Nick has shit a lot in the toilet. That's good. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I'm surprised. I figured he would just be free roaming. Uh, and making some wall art? I figured he'd be making wall art, but he has not been making wall art, which I think, thank God, he is uh, there because otherwise he'd be learning what a pressure washer is. <laughs> uh, now, so of course, Sarah is now learning that uh, males, uh, when they don't have pants on, uh, generally have a magnet between their hands and their penises. Oh yeah, wasn't and it? And she goes, yeah. She's like, how do I get him to stop touching himself? I'm like, you, you don't. He dies. I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's the only time he's not going to touch his. Uh, he's like, what is this? It's my penis. What are these? These are my balls. I'm like, oh, they feel weird. I'm like, oh, they're new. You flick it around. Let me move it around. Let me see what they work. Yeah, it's never going to stop ever, <laughs> ever. I'm 38 and I still play with my balls. Like, just sitting there, just like you're watching TV and you're like, okay, just got to itch them, got to move yeah. them to the left, move them to the right. Yeah. It's never going to stop, Mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have a son. I'm playing with myself right now. Exactly. 
isn't this is, isn't this the thing that Freud talked about like Freud, the different well, phases? Uh, yeah, yeah. He hasn't proposed to her yet and tried to kill me. So we were pat. We're not at the Oedipus complex yet. So that's good. Just a yeah. slight Oedipus complex that destroys <laughs> a lot of families. I know. Because let me tell you, I'll take him down before he takes me down. <laughs> Your mom's pretty hot, dude. <laughs> Remember when I asked her to prom? <laughs> uh, well, very good. Uh, good luck with that. Uh, and Nate, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, we will wrap this up. We will talk at you next time. See you, bye. Goodbye.